Hi, Mark. Hi, Jay. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. What? Nah. Well, sorry for everyone for uh, the uh, the cock-ups on timing. It's just uh, daylight savings time and and time differences and all the rigmarole is just blah, blah, blah. Yeah. here we are Clocks. <laughs> we're here we're here Clocks. we're doing our we're doing our weekly penance uh like subscribe and share the channel let's do this at this top of the show rather than the back end of the show uh all the uh all the little things help so uh we're my my objective is to get us to about 300 subs uh, subs on youtube by the end of the year uh, and then a thousand by the end of next year. So the sky's the limit, folks. We want, we want, we want, we want good listeners. We want an audience, just not like a huge audience. We just want an audience. So it's we're keeping it. Focus is humble and and and, and worthy. So yeah, we saying is subscribe, damn it. Yeah, just subscribe. Just yeah. share and subscribe. watch it. Like so, America had an election. Uh, yeah, ish, uh, ish. Uh, the red wave that was promised or hoped upon or harped upon uh, didn't really materialize the way I think a lot of people wanted it to. Um, Milo Annapolis had a really interesting take, which we'll cover him at the back end of the show when he was on Timcast. Uh, and then, of course, there's been a whole bunch of C-listers and, and people claiming that Elon's destroyed Twitter, um, even though the viewership number, the, the, the his audience is up. Like, I, yeah. I don't know how they, they deal the metrics, but mem- like usage, usage is up, but yet, you know, bad Elon, bad. Oh, of course. Oh, but I, I know a few people personally who, who got back on now. Like, oh, it's been a while. It's going to drive attention, man. The desire to see what's going to happen is going to, like, the, the, it's a, it was a Trump effect, right? Like, one of the biggest things about mm-hmm. Trump is that and how he got all that uh, media publicity in, the, in 2016 was basically just sort of like, what's this madman going to do next? Like, exactly. what's he going to say? Well, <laughs> it's like, wait, people like drama? What? People like change. People like something new. They like they like mm-hmm. the novelty, especially when it's Twitter, because it's like, well, who gives a shit? It's, it's Twitter. Like, it's, use it or don't. Like, it's not a big freaking deal. Uh, so thoughts on the American election. What do you, what do you think? Um, I, I think... My original synopsis uh, is, is is stood correct that it's it's great for the teal gang, uh, you know it's 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 I think it's it's the demise of not the demise but like a transformation of MAGA maybe mo- mm-hmm. to move post Trump. His picks seem to seem to be a a, a rejection of Trump, uh, by and large a little bit or Trumpism or his his stuff and then and then his his follow-up seemed to justify it i don't know if you paid attention I've, to the i paid a little bit of attention to it i've been more listening to people commenting on it so apparently he's been kind of really harping on the past and uh to, you know 2020 and yada 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 and it's like I, look guys I, I and i just want to be very clear but my uh i know this is probably unpopular with some some of our viewers but um I'm never. I was never a Trump guy. I, I I thought that his how he was being treated was unfair. And usually when I said things, it was more like that. Eh, no, no, he didn't say that. Or wait a minute, like the, 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 you know, calm down. Um, it, where, they, where, they, where they lost me was when they were sort of commenting on him wanting his steak well done. I'm like, okay, where the fuck are we now? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. He likes McDonald's and so gives a shit. Like, what? What? Why? Why are we talking about this? Um, but I had never thought Trump. I thought Trump was was probably a pound for pound better than Hillary um, for global interests. I guess it was, you know those four years of pause was probably good. Um, at the same time, I don't think he's he's good for twenty twenty four. Like I don't think people should want him to be the president again. Uh, I think he will win if he if he runs again, which is the shitty part about it. Uh, I don't know if DeSantis is the is the better choice or whatever. I, I don't know. I don't I don't know. Um, but uh, I don't think he's helpful <laughs> for anything. Because what do you think is going to happen? He's going to okay. Let's see who wins in twenty twenty four. Okay, so the media apparatus, the thing they did to him for four years and from twenty sixteen to twenty twenty, is going to be waiting for him to do the, do it again. Uh, this time they'll have a playbook. They'll shut him down completely, mm-hmm. and nothing will get done. Probably. I mean, you, maybe if if he could if he could um, sort of unite the disparate elements of the 
of the Republican Party and, and work to bring it together, but he's doing the exact opposite right now. Like that's what I was saying. The main thing I noticed was immediately after after the election, he started attacking DeSantis, which is mm. the stupidest thing you could possibly do, in my opinion. Like at, at least I mean, he took credit for him and then knocked him at the same time and like made it about Trump instead of like, listen, give the guys respect. Say you did a great job and and get over yourself. I mean, I don't I don't think DeSantis should run in 2024 either. I hear a lot of talk about that and people like, oh, who's better, uh, Trump or DeSantis? I don't even, I wouldn't even like them as a ticket. I'm more like, let's make it really weird. Like, let's do Carrie Lake, Gap, Tulsi Gabbard. 2024 yeah you know like i really mess them up like at least change up the playbook so they don't have that like you said like this structure just throw it right back at them exactly what they did uh five years ago i think it's revealing with the turnout uh with election turnout i think it's revealing about where people what what people actually wanted uh you know like i said milo Mm -hmm. had an interesting comment on on tim cast because tim's been like well they won they've won a lot of important seats and whatever have you i don't know if they've won the house or senate or whatever the hell it is i think the house is 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 for sure and now they're they're waiting for uh like the senate races seats or seven seats for the senate which i don't know why those are taking the same retarded amount of time as as uh arizona but you know this is um, elections now yeah it's about mail-in ballots or screwing the whole system up apparently and who knows um <laughs> just as a side uh bolsonaro well, not Bolsonaro, <laughs> in Brazil. Hey, remember Brazil? Um, the uh, the defense ministry has just come out and said that the election results based on the on their computer uh, digital election boxes can't be completely confirmed to be accurate or legitimate. So we don't know what that means. We don't know what that's going to happen. But that's an interesting little development. Um, mm. This is this is like a day or two after uh, it was reported that Bolsonaro had met with the his higher brass in the military. So, well, right. <laughs> let's see what happens. It's going to um, get interesting because I mean, as far as I know, I didn't follow that one closely, but there was the same oddities shenanigans to uh, shenanigans. YouTube. I mean, look, Fetterman won. So, and a dead guy, and a dead guy. <laughs> Um, like literally vote blue no matter who the, the, the dead guy thing is interesting because it's like okay look even if you're going to claim that the elections aren't if they're corrupt they're corrupt for, on both ends and it's a, it's a yeah. wash we can definitely say is there's something like going wrong with the fact that you had a dead man still on a ticket like who's running this show <laughs> what, what, who's, whose job is it to go oh shit he died we should take him off the electoral ticket right. like there's got to be someone who does that, right? Like, there's got to be a, a person. Yeah, like, where is like, where are the grown ups here? Like, what the fuck is going on? Does anyone give a just, shit? Like, is it just more like? Uh, I mean, I, I kind of like the idea of, of it. Just no one. It's it's. I'd I'd rather have I'd rather have completely disorganized and chaotic uh, incompetence than really competent evil. I'd rather have incompetent oh, yeah. evil. So. It's not. much easier to work around. I mean, yeah. I think with the Fetterman thing, I, I've been uh, playing around this with this idea or concept. I, I'm kind of kind of calling it the um, the Shrek effect, where uh, and it helps because he looks like a fucking ogre. Um, but uh, with Fetterman, I think like let's say let's say the election was more or less real, like you know that Oz legitimately won, uh, sorry, lost um, by whatever number. Uh, I think it's because Fetterman got sympathy and people liked the whole that, you know, he was coming from behind and still doing this thing. Even <laughs> though... it's, I swear to God, no, I was, I was thinking about it the other day and it's, um, there's also a, 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 an overestimation, I think, of the electorate in some of these places. Literally, Fetterman was like, <laughs> okay. Um, remember the the one of the last scenes in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure where they're supposed to do their book report at the end? And yeah, he has yeah. like nothing to say, and he's like, Van Diemen's football rules, and everyone cheers. That yep. was literally Fetterman's campaign. He's like, Eagles, and they're like, That guy, he's like, one of us. It's, it's he, he, I, 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 I don't doubt that he won legitimately because having never been there, 
I still have my various bigoted opinions. And I think, uh, yeah, that's about what it takes. That, 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 that ad we were mocking of the McDonald's, the Coke thing from the 70s was a football player's ad. And he was appealing to retarded nostalgia. It was the same as Quebec, right? Mm-hmm. I'll, give you, I'll give you $400 and fuck yeah, the English. Right. People, hell yeah, that's our guy. Likes he likes the same team as them, and uh, you win. We all know that libs love retards. They do. Uh, They're they're like pets. Um, You know, retards and POs and people of color. You know, it's just like little pets. Whoa, those those little uh, those little defenseless people who need all the kind and caring resolve. um, It's uh, that uh, that only that that only you know democratic liberals can provide. You know, everyone else would treat them horribly, but no, no, no. They know how to feed their puppies. You know? There's only one group of people Democrats don't want to protect, and that's children. It's true because I mean you can't you can't you can't fuck them if you're protecting well, they them. They like, can't vote. Well, so not yet. Fuck them. Give it. You give can them fuck time. them, and they do. <laughs> give, give them a little time, Mark. Come on. Uh, they're uh, <laughs> they're, they're really trying. I saw another one a couple months ago in Canada. They were trying to go to 14, reduce the the voting age to 14. I'm like it's just so, blatant at this point. I don't. I, anyways, um, yeah. uh, to get back to Trump, um, no, my thing is I don't think because I kind of went on a on a rampage last night, but it was a, a fairly polite one. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking about the uh, the youth because if you look at who really swung all of the you know places where the Republicans thought they had it in the bag and it didn't end up going their way is because basically everyone under the age of twenty five votes left yeah the under 30s yeah. regardless i mean i, I tweeted a, a picture of the lineup at one of the state universities and it's terrifying right and and i feel like we the the right republicans whatever you want to call it really have no message for the youth and trump is a fucking like does not communicate yeah. does not translate like he's okay for the boomer cons but like you mentioned trump on a university campus anywhere it's not going to go well, the, well for you. The Dems are so, the Dems are buying their vote. There was a tweet. Let me see if I can find it. Um, there was a tweet that basically said something like that, like the under thirties really uh, stopped the red wave from happening. Um, and uh, and you know the, the the guy said, you know, oh the the Gen Z, you know, Gen yeah, it's Gen Z, really did their job. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. an interesting choice of words because <laughs> you're buying their votes by promising them things that you're never going to deliver, or it's going to be shit, right? Yeah. Like. I'm sure student student loan forgiveness. It sounds good, but when you actually get it, be like, "Here's your ten bucks." Uh, oh, here's a here's a here's a meal voucher. Yeah, and by the way, your tuition went du- doubled. Yeah, uh, but they know their audience, right? Mm-hmm. Like they know kids are are naive. Like they they appeal to their most base instincts. But I think there is a higher road where you can appeal to because what kids want. I mean, what everybody wants. This is your Girardian thing. Is they want the story. They want an ideal. They want something to buy into. Right, and and. Uh, I was discussing with uh, uh, Trey. MAGA doesn't cut it. They hate America. Nationalism, you know, I've, I've thought this since I was 20. That, that I mean, look look at the reality on the ground. Countries don't exist anymore. There's, mm-hmm. you know, currencies. <laughs> nothing is nationalistic anymore except our, our, our fond memories. And so this make America great again thing, like it appeals to a certain age demo and up, but for the youth who don't even, they don't even think in that pattern at all. Like they're thinking globally, whether you like it or not, that's how they have been. That's the, the, the broth they were brewed in and you need to construct a narrative that appeals to them. And, and Trumpism doesn't, doesn't do that. I think by any degree. And so you know, I, I came up with uh, make make living great again, mm. and I think that's I, you know it's not there yet, but it, it it it's it's pointed in the right direction where it has to be a, a positive message, not a yeah, not, not jingoistic, not defensive, not you know which again those are, those are all traits that I think grow naturally as you mature, but for the youth those are not attractive. Um, uh, what do you call it? prospects those are it's not a pitch that, that grabs them so w- what they need is uh make make life exciting have a, a an, an idea of the future that's positive 
and inclusive and all those words they like, but that appeals to them and is not taking advantage of them because of their naivety. And I think you can do both. I just not exactly sure how yet. Well, I think also the, the, the biggest problem the right has, and I'm just using that word loosely, but um, is that they seem to not be able to coalesce around certain messaging. That's the feel. The feel picks are very interesting because I've, speculated here in other podcasts and other talks is that Thiel's actually trying to find the right like recipe you know he's running three mm-hmm. different three different uh three different quote-unquote politicians in Vance Gates and Masters those are his top three I think he's also funding he's he's in funding with other guys but other people but those there's his three his three main uh, uh picks and if you look at their messaging, all their messaging is basically the same. They're all saying kind of the same things, more or less, with different, let's say, volumes, right? Um, and he's just trying to find that right recipe for who will be the president, you know, who's going to be the, the guy, right? That they mm-hmm. can, they, I mean, I don't think it necessarily will be any of, any of those three people. Um, it might be someone, someone else who just goes, okay, these three things work right or, or these four or five things whatever th- this is the right permutation we insert it into one person and that one person then runs the show right right uh, so i think that's what that's what i my instinct tells me about those picks because if you listen to vance and gates and even masters their messaging is basically the exact same thing um it's just so what is it you know, i mean could you can you sum up their what's their elevator pitch for america uh that'd be a good one i i haven't really uh synergize that really i right, mean like this is what i was thinking that, that's the one thing trump nailed was the elevator pitch so you can tell this yeah. is a guy who's been doing sales his whole life he's like no it's one sentence yeah. and you know what he because i was thinking about like right now even my my own politics a lot of right-wing politics i was like okay like i can name all the things we're against but it's like well, what are you for other than you know the, the classic god guns and family right and again, again that's, that's not a that's not a pitch that works on the youth. Well, maybe. especially not especially not for city dwellers. Like and you right. and you gotta win the cities, right? You gotta win the suburbs, you gotta win some of those population zones. If you look at the electoral map, especially in the United States, but I think it's this is true pretty much anywhere else in the West, the countryside is almost all right wing, conservative, whatever have you, yeah. uh, or third party, whereas the city centers are completely liberal liberal democrat. Um, and... which I think is, is natural. I mean, there's, you heard that sure. there's a, there's a clip of a guy on, on Logan Paul's podcast. He's talking about a book where someone studied it with, with like bonobos or something. And it's all directly related to population density. A lot of, you know, behavior. Well, you want to get along, you want to get along with the most amount of people when you're living in a city because you have to, right. Uh, yeah. the chances, the chances for conflict between, between different groups of people is much higher in a city than it is in a rural setting where it's like, even if you have a pretty diverse population or diverse groups within a country setting, they're pretty spread out. So you're not going to like, you're not likely to run into a whole bunch of people, right? Where people are going to be more like you and whatever, but there's also in a city, because I think it has to do with, we, we subconsciously know the likelihood of running into the same person again. Right. And that affects our behavior massively. Right. So if you know everybody in the town and you're a jackass, it gets found out pretty quick and you get kicked the fuck out or you get ostracized or you siloed. But in a big city, you can treat people monstrously and never see them again. And yeah. that could be or, every person you, you see, you know? Or worst case scenario, if you really burn your britches in one area of the city, you just move to another neighborhood where no one knows you. Yeah. Um, and that could be like a 10 minute move. Like it's not, it's, it's not even like displacing you disastrously. Yeah, there's a lot to that. Um, and I mean, you know, with with again with cities, I think that people are, are conditioned to think more futuristically. There, there's there's more of a uh, a pitch for the future. Um, where in a lot of the countries, because things are slow moving, like I'm just talking from experience here. Um, you know, people kind of just want to maintain what they have, and it's not about you know the next new big thing. Like, well, whatever. Like, you know, I'm I'm happy with what I have, kind of thing. Um, so yeah, it's an uphill battle. Um, I think. I also just think that that um, being overly concerned with political victories is the wrong way to go at this. Like mm-hmm. politics is part of it, obviously. It's a mechanism. <clears throat> and if you're being 
targeted by by political powers that you kind of want to get your guys in politics um but uh, all that stuff is downstream right like um you know cult politics is downstream from from culture so if you can change the culture you just change you change the politics because politicians just want to win and get and and make their money like that's all they want they don't they don't care like (laughs) if you honestly think that any of these people give a flying rat's ass about tranny rights or something like that you're 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 at the lunch like maybe maybe like one out of a million actually cares um the rest of them are all like we're just hey hey if it's if that's what gets us votes cool you know yeah well uh, interesting <laughs> go ahead sorry in, in, interesting development about that now the lawsuits are starting to happen uh uh there's a uh, one post-trans person who's now going is i can't can't remember who they're suing but like that's the tip of the iceberg right like you're going to start seeing a lot more lawsuits kind of flooding in and at that point uh i i predict within the next three to five years you don't hear anything about trans anything anymore ever (laughs) like it's just like gone what was that all about i don't know weird weird time i don't know yeah Yeah, Um, they'll be burying it in the memory hole this will be like uh, can we have a trans amnesty It'll, just, it'll pass COVID on its way down to the, to the earth. Just, the earth that. Like, what are you talking about? Um, especially, and, and it'll be interesting to see where the lawsuits go. If if it's targeting pharma and all that stuff, that'll get mired for for a while. Uh, but if it's targeting doctors, uh, like you know, just hundred thousand dollars doctors, doctors. Sur- surgeons. I mean, psychiatrists, the, the people, anyone exactly. who prescribed, anyone yep. who operated. Um, I mean, it, 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 it will be murky again, but I mean, you just, just go down the informed consent and you've got thousands yeah. of, of lawsuits. Cause I mean, dude, informed, right. Yeah, this is I like the, worry. Yeah. you know, this is like the, uh, <laughs> the reversible, um, yeah. it's like that, that clip of the, it's like know, a rain jacket dad who is. calls the pharmacist who, 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 uh, vaccinated his daughter. And he's like, did you tell her about the side effects? Cause she's in the fucking hospital now. And the pharmacist says, no, we didn't. Uh, cause it might've scared them off. Yeah. Informed consent. It's yeah. all, you know, it's, it's a different kind of informed. It's, uh, you know, we're just talking to your feelings, not your, not your facts. There, kid. <laughs> so the, 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 you know, oh. Listen, if, uh, if we inform you, uh, that could cause vaccine hesitancy. Oh fuck. We're on YouTube. Uh, just that was all speculative. Yeah, we're just uh, talking in, in an imaginary world conversation. Imag- Jason, t- check Telegram. I will check Telegram, Tommy. Uh, blah, 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 what I was talking about. Um, so yeah, so that was the elections. Um, I mean, if if your guys won, uh, I'm yeah, happy good. for you. I'm, I'm Kerry Lake is my is my guy. Like that's the one that I've actually been following and been interested in because um, I, I don't know. I just like her for some reason. What, what do you got? Yeah, you Tommy, can't interrupt you know the show with that and not tell me. You know, I can't read off. that fully on air. That's why you told me to check the Telegram. Uh, he Tommy Tommy Sam is friends of the show. Said uh, on Telegram, uh, sent me a message saying, "I have a message for your upcoming show." Milo is more of a f. Uh, now than he was when he was when he was sucking dick. Well, you know, uh, we'll take. get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, it's an uh, it's it's an interesting take. I you know I Milo might make it to a friend or fed. I think at some point. Uh, mm. la, 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 la. What was I saying? Okay, so I got, I got no idea. Elections data. Oh, uh, Elon Musk. Uh, oh wait, let's do a let's do a break. Oops. Uh, let's do for this. for anyone that didn't see Milo on Timcast, it's worth watching. He was uh, he's I I I fully I fully think it's it's worth watching. Hang if on, if if, if for nothing else, just in a lesson for how to dominate a conversation. <laughs> okay, this is a this is a clip. This is uh for anyone who's friends of the show will enjoy this. So what are you thinking about? Yeah. Uh... So during the Las Vegas shooting, Stephen Paddock supposedly expended over 3,000 rounds of ammunition over the course of 10 minutes from 27 AR-15s, each equipped with bump stocks. But that would have required him to drop a gun for another after each 30-round mag was empty and then reload each of the 27 ARs at least four times over. That's even despite the fact videos from survivors show a non-stop stream of bullets at a fire rate much higher than that of a bump stock AR-15 and resembling more of a fire rate similar to that of an M240 light machine gun. And investigative photos of Paddock's hotel room where he shot from only show 50 spent shells. And what about 
about once when the FBI took over the investigation, Paddock's house somehow burnt down and destroyed all the evidence, and years later, America's mass shooting is still ruled to have no motive. And even after Paddock's brother went on air claiming nothing made sense, the following day, he was arrested for possessing several hundred terabytes of child porn on a 20-year-old computer running on Windows 95. It all doesn't make any sense. And this is according to the FBI? Uh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Nothing really. <laughs> I swear to God, that's everyone that knows it. <laughs> My wife walks outside at night and I'm staring at the moon. Don't ask me what I'm thinking about. <laughs> it's just like what's oftentimes with playing on my head. Uh, you know, I'm enjoying the night sky. Yeah, my wife says, you know, yeah, basically, it's like, what, what, why don't we talk about certain things anymore? Like, this is because you don't want to hear this. Like, just trust me. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm remaining silent for you, dear. Yeah. It's, it's, tr I'm trying to save the marriage here. Um, but unless uh, I say that better, unless I say that better, uh, what else we got here? Okay, Elon, Elon Musk. So let me just clear this up. So I got a daughter on my lap. There's a, there's a, uh, definitely a possible friend or fed in this guy. I mean, but my daughter, that one too. Yeah, fed, fed. Um, daughters, daughters are fake. They were replaced by the government <laughs> in the seventies. Okay, they're listening to you. <laughs> So, uh, so I I love this. I don't know. It's trending in Australia. I don't know if it's trending you know, over there, but um, they're uh, they're doing this whole hashtag. Elon is destroying Twitter. I don't know if you can read some of these. These these are prime. Uh, this one at the, the, the top is great. By diminishing the voice of normal counts, Elon Musk is making movements like Masha Amini in, in Iran impossible. How will people in, in a dictatorial regime who cannot pay $8 show the world the horrors that they're, they're, they're enduring? It's like, well, use the site for free then. Like, wait, the, you have to be what? Uh, you have to be verified to post on Twitter now? Is that to post on Twitter. Yeah, no, it's like. <laughs> The, the straw. I've been doing it all wrong. I don't know. The, the straw is is beautiful. Um, yeah, Liz Truss. We've had the quickest, most spectacular flame out in leadership history. Elon, hold my beer. Uh, yeah. um, it's a good idea, though. Year uh, uh, zero. We should do a wife's episode. Yeah, I mean, there's a there is a, there is something to be said about the. Um, blue check mark stuff that i guess it got i guess got rolled out uh recently i think it, mostly in the states I'm, i've been waiting for mine it's not available in australia yet. um so uh th i've heard some things like um people uh creating accounts impersonating let's say nintendo spamming uh, yeah well because he fucked up big time with the with the verification thing because he let anyone get verified for any just paid bucks and you're like um i'm nelson mandela and i'm like okay yeah, the, I, so, I I I didn't know how this was being rolled out. I I assumed there would be more of a process in terms of like showing your ID and all that stuff and that being held, which I think was which was the think. initial. Well, I think that was an initial concern, right? Is that uh, people were going to were being really suspicious of having all their details uh, held by by Elon, which I've watched at which point I'm like, do you use Google like? Oh, you're using Microsoft product. They they have all that shit, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, no. Cute. Um, um, I was listening. Someone had the the simplest suggestion ever, which is you pay with a credit card, and then the name that's on the credit card becomes your yeah. your your handle, right? Like the banks are pretty good at verifying people. Um, <laughs> yeah, he says he's funnier than most comedians. I mean, the uh, what's her name? The the who's that bitch? The Trump head? Uh huh. The <laughs> Elon's uh, you're you, you got banned for impersonating a comedian. Oh yeah, that's Kathy oh, Griffin. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. Um, let's get to that. Hang on a second here. Uh, then, sorry, Jesus, folks, I gotta... Jesus, George Washington, God, and Satan being verified. <laughs> the best news ever. <laughs> um, I was put something up about Babylon B. Who yeah. really? Uh, Are they back yet? Needs... He didn't They're let anybody back, back yet. yet, right? Yeah, he's on, been Elon. he's been waiting to put people back on. Hang on a second here. Uh, da, 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 da. Come on, man! Ignore the chat. We're trying to record a dot podcast. Oh, what do you got? 
It's too fast. Rewind. <laughs> I don't have my glasses on. I can't read. Okay. Here. <laughs> this is I'll it. Here. <laughs> Every minute up to 56,000 liberals lose their blue checks on Twitter. Because they're unable or unwilling to pay $8 a month. 3,000 liberals were rescued last year from losing their blue check. But for others, help came too late. Hi, I'm Vera McRendelson. Will you be an angel for a helpless lib? Every day, innocent libs are ratioed, flamed, and even neglected. For just $8 a month, you can sponsor a liberal, providing them with a blue check, and more importantly, with hope. That's about the cost of one white chocolate low-whip almond milk latte light froth, or one gallon of gas. Call now. Your donation will provide identity verification, all the benefits of Twitter Blue, and a newfound sense of self-worth to a poor needy lib. Plus, you'll receive a photo and regular updates from your sponsored lib. Everyone knows the only people worth listening to are blue checks. Don't let a lib become an absolute waste of a human being. Browse our database of needy libs today. Please act now, because due to inflation, $8 will soon be worth $4. And then you'll have to pay $16. Right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was having to mute my dogs barking up a storm. That was gold. That was gold. Ah, it was brilliant. Eh? Um, it's uh, it's amazing because it, it, and you saw some of the faces there, right? Everyone who's either threatening to or leaving. Elvira, Mistress of the was... Dark, is saying that she's leaving. Let me find the tweet. Uh, saying that she's leaving Twitter because of because Elon is getting rid of the health and safety. Uh, blah 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 blah. Um, Elvira, who the fuck gives a shit about Elvira? Like I didn't even know she was on the platform. Like, is she a person? Yeah, she she was. She, you, you'll, you'll probably remember if you saw her. Uh, she was kind of big in the 80s. Uh, she uh, she did a show. Not the TV where... character. Yeah, the TV character. The, 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 the TV character hair. has a Twitter account. Well, I mean, she's a real person. What the person fuck is too. going on here? We need verification. This is not, this is not <laughs> kosher. Yeah, here you go. Elvira, I'm leaving Twitter until they decide to reinstate their human rights and ethics team. You can't promote hate speech and call it free speech until then. Pleasant dreams. No one cares. Like if wow. you look at the comments, like nobody cares. <laughs> Two days later, she's still here. <laughs> like, the, 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 the best part is like he's literally done nothing. He hasn't nothing. changed. He hasn't changed any of the speech codes. So can I go ahead and burst everyone's bubble now? Mm-hmm. Um, I was just her listening to no agenda and they played a snippet from um there was a shareholder meeting for baron capital last week right and baron capital is you know about a 40 year old investment firm that i think is one of one of the monies behind elon and so if you want to know everything that's going on and every time i listen to an interview of elon i remember that uh, he scares the hell out of me and i disagree mm-hmm. with him fundamentally on almost every topic um, so he, he was wide open about what he wants to do, which was he's, he's all for uh, governing speech. He wants it to be a safe place w- without the far left or far right without hate speech. And, um, so for, politically it's, it's a, it's a nothing like this is, this is not the going to save anybody financially yeah. you want to invest. I don't know if they're going to offer an IPO, but I'm looking just to put my RSPs into the Baron Fund because what Elon wants to do is is resurrect his uh, pet X platform, which is mm-hmm. basically a remodel of a PayPal, WeChat yeah. plus PayPal plus Twitter, the everything app, and 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 something that functions better. So, if you want to get rich off the end of the world. Here's your chance, guys. <laughs> but he doesn't give a shit about you or your free speech. Nope. Or nope, anything like that. It's like they, like Tesla's not a car company. It's 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 a battery company that just sells cars. No, like as a, as no, a no, no. model. It's a data um, company that sells. Well, yeah, there's also that. And cars. But I mean, but I mean, the batteries I think are, are are a big selling point. That's what he really because he's looking at batteries being a trillion dollar business. 
the cars. I give a shit about the cars. Um, same thing with the, the Twitter. Like, or, yeah, the, yeah. yeah. Um, throw go go throw some some soup on a priceless piece of art. Um, if you want to Im- impact, if you want to hope, if you want to change the environment, that's what that's what you do. Um, yeah, no, he's he's selling he's selling the idea of free speech because he knows that it's it's a it's a divisive thing that'll get people coming on to to argue about on Twitter. Which means he wins. Like even well, the whole and uh, and it's also it's a it's a way to get around the people that are generally suspicious of what he's doing, right? Right. Like the us who would normally be like, watch the fuck out. This is dangerous as hell. This guy wants to bring everything together into one place. I mean, talk about the perfect plug-in for WEF and social credit and all that shit is the everything app. Come on. Oh yeah, but that he'll link are... to your brain. So those normally, things, the, all those... the people that would normally be like screaming at the rooftops. That this is dangerous are all going like oh free speech. Sorry yeah, well, guys. But the thing is too is like but those things are now I think well we've talked about this on the podcast, but um there's an eventuality of certain of these things. Like I don't I don't see the uh I don't see a way to get out get away get out from where this is going. <laughs> you know, uh they've got this yeah. this this fucker t- tied up pretty tight. Uh, there's probably ways for you to maneuver individually uh, and decide how you're going to use things. I've I've said before, uh, I think to Matt Erickson or something like that, but it, I think it's going to come to a point where you're going to have to decide whether you want to be on the internet or not anymore um, because these because the your principal cost, like your cost to you as an individual, might be too high. Mm-hmm. Uh, in which case, you're going to have to figure out how to navigate that. Well, wait till the internet reaches your bank. And you know, well, it already is. Your rent and you know, yeah, so. it already is. It's just no, but I mean, now, have... Have, now one access is the other way, so they're the same right. thing. That's what he wants. He wants this to be a financial institution, not a payment mm-hmm. processor, all in one. Yeah, Could so be really interesting. And so, I mean, that's it, why at the same time, sorry, yeah, it's it's Peter Thiel, Elon Musk, and for some reason, uh, the guy from the European Union. Uh, what the hell's his name? Pierre Omidar. Schwab. Pierre oh, Omidar. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I kind of think I like Teal, right? Libertarian Musk are both sort of right-leaning liberty guys, free speech guys. So this could be the, the white hats per se pushing in their alternative because they see this as inevitable as well. Like we're in, we're into the fourth industrial revolution. You got to get on board with this shit and they're going to set up an alternative to the CBDC nightmare. Maybe. Mm-hmm. So they could be working together. They could be working against each other. That I don't know yet, but I don't like either of them. But like you said, well, the, 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 the biggest problem we always have, and this is kind of what Friend or Fed is all about. Uh, if you haven't ch- checked those out yet, anyone who's watching, uh, go check out our Friend or Fed episodes. Um, you know, it's like I said, it's a show about questioning your priors, and it's also trying to get at intent um, because it's the one thing that's always shrouded from us, um, just in humanity, is we don't really know why someone's doing what they're doing you know we can speculate we can look at we can look at try to find proofs and try to uh narrow it down into what we think is likely what they're up to but we don't know what's in the, in the heart of in the hearts of men like you know we don't know what only university co- only college kids do hate yeah exactly well resentment resentment's a big thing um but uh with elon I, i'm choosing to take a lot of these things on on face value but until i have um, someone else to 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 disprove it, uh, and one of the big things, in, and like I said before, is that I personally think he's going to use Twitter to create a, a baby boom in the next three mm-hmm. to five years. Because uh, if he's legitimately worried about um, about population collapse, which they should be, uh, then he could use Twitter to to turn that around by just popularizing childhood. Like just popularizing the idea of, of having kids. It's a very simple desire. Like people are very like this is the Give jargon thing. Let yeah. me jump in on that because that's where where I get confused. I'm going to be a little bit uh, unorthodox here, but I, I I'm not really I don't see population collapse happening. I see replacement happening because there are a lot of oh. demographics where there's not a lot of issue right now. So is he talking about specific populations or global yeah, population? Worldwide. And that's worldwide. what I'm not sure about worldwide the only, only there's only a few places on earth right now that have a, a, above replacement level uh, uh um uh, yeah but they're the big rates. ones 
They're not well, the, no, they're, not, they're not the big ones. <laughs> they're like Nigeria. So the the problem with like that India, is India, Africa, and you know, yeah, could but be I mean, China, but only certain parts of it. No, China's China's looking to only have five hundred million people uh, on, on their in their piece of land by by the end of the century, probably. Um, it's a huge problem because again, as the, the the entire capitalist model that we've set up uh, and we certainly have been benefiting from uh, post-war is based on a certain uh, numbers game, right? The idea that we're going to have a certain population. Uh, look, 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 the, the, the good example is this. Healthcare in Canada especially, you know, ratified federally in the 1980s when the average lifespan was 72 years old for men and about 75 mm-hmm. or so for women. Uh, the they didn't have a lot of advancements in technology in terms of medical technology. Like if you got cancer, you're probably just dead. Uh, you know, a lot of people just just die. Not intended, right? Well, there's there's something about that. Yeah. Um, so so the I'm healthcare like, system. I'm orthodox on my views of, of you know living forever. You got to let people go. Um, but uh, but the healthcare system was designed with that in mind. As people started living longer, the whole thing is like healthcare systems costing more. It's not really costing more; it's just there's more people living. Yeah. Uh, no, the whole thing is a Ponzi old. scheme, and without right. exponential growth, it's it's a house of cards. So yeah, exactly. I agree. Agreed. It's, it's the same but thing. With is capital. sustain is sustaining that a necessary good? I don't know. Well, the, the the so we talked about this before. It's that you're going to start seeing it in certain industries first, right? Like restaurant restaurant failures. Uh, they just won't have enough staff. Uh, we're starting uh, you see that all over down here and you might say well we don't need that many restaurants and you're probably right we don't right uh, to sustain society and civilization we don't need all that all those those cafes fine but it's it's like when when they decrease all the other uh cottage industries that feed those things also start to collapse and we're starting to see that in just in classic uh uh trade scenarios international trade scenarios where they don't have enough people to manufacture things now, as the human resource becomes more and more scarce, you're going to have to start funneling people into critical into critical positions, right? Like, uh, you know, what happens when you run out of engineers? You just don't have enough of them. You don't have enough of them. There's just mm-hmm. not. There's there's like five guys now. That's all you got <laughs> to build all the things, right? Because uh, they don't come they don't come around often. Uh, what happens when uh, you know, you start losing farmers and it's like, well, we can't produce enough food now. or We can't produce enough of the things that we use to produce food, like tractors and all that stuff. We don't have those any, anymore. They just, they, they stopped to exist. So this is what happened in Rome. You know, the whole Dark Ages thing was popularized because the idea that people lost the ability to like build aqueducts. It wasn't that they didn't have the books or the technology or, or anything like that. They just lost the people who knew how to do it. Mm-hmm. And there was no one with experience. They're like, well, I don't know how to, I don't know. I don't know. And then so many people reverted back to drinking from streams and shit. Um, well, and that's, I mean, that's do, do just to our, I mean, but we don't even need um, a population collapse to be worried about that. Like, we're getting this through educational lysenkoism. Like, we're oh, yeah. not teaching this shit anymore. Nobody knows how anything works. So, yeah. I mean, look, look, we're in a very dangerous time. And I think population collapse or demographic collapse in a lot of, uh, a lot of nations. Is going to participate. Is going to is going to make it even worse. Because here's the thing. Because I think where a lot of liberals think this is the blank slate theory. Oh, we can take people from, you know, Africa, sub sub Saharan Africa, right, yeah. and just make them discount and make IQ. them engineers yeah. and make them engineers and doctors within a, within five well, years. Like, no, you can't. The J. There are different ways of knowing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they voodoo those bridges. Yeah. They're 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 ancient <laughs> ways of engineering are just yeah. as good as anything else. Like, <laughs> well, um, so yeah, Ellie says uh, life expectancy has been uh, interesting post vax which mm-hmm. is true. So it makes you wonder: are there two uh, warring factions there as well? But then um, Josh says something interesting, which agreed hundred percent is that it the the religious groups are the ones reproducing like if if you just play it out right now and this is what i kind of like about current leftism as it you know this this re, this incarnation is basically it's a it's a it's a a death cult of removing themselves from the gene pool so mm-hmm. if if just play this out 30 40 years in the future and what do you got like it's only going to be lots of conservatives so we just encourage them I and mean, that's why i liked hungary's approach 
Um, I think there's a couple other places that were doing it, but it's like, you want to have kids here, we'll, we'll pay for it. Like here's the, here, you know, let's, let's, let's incentivize uh, good things instead of incentivizing yeah. laziness and poverty. Let's incentivize uh, people, families. And, you know, I mean, Russia's doing something similar now too. And like, yeah, it's, and now China's trying to reverse their one child policy. Yeah. Um, Cause I think they're even there. So they're, they're starting to see that, Oh, oh this, this is a problem. Uh, my take on the whole great reset, because, um, you know, I think there are uh, attempts to go post uh, capitalism in, into a new paradigm. Um, but I also think it's it's that they're preparing themselves and prepping for a general collapse in many, many sectors. Um, and that's what they're getting people ready for. Uh, and almost like priming that pump, that narrative pump, of simply saying, no, you want to eat bugs. It's a, well, it's not mm. that you want to eat bugs, it's that they're going to lose the ability to to, to harvest a lot of fucking meat. <laughs> like, they're going to lose that. Like, it's, it's, it's like, you can lose generational knowledge yeah. very, very quickly to the point where no one knows how to do that anymore. Well, I mean, you know? look at the pyramids. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the first time that the smart people all died. I mean, I think, even, I think it's inevitable. I think it's cyclical. Right? Like like smart or skilled or... Yeah, I mean, look, just look at the amount of people going into trades versus humanities, and it's uh, terrifying. Yeah, exactly, and 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 that's a it's a big it's a big problem, right? We're starting to see it here in Australia. There's a housing crisis. They're they're saying, well, we're going to import, you know, there's a worker crisis. There's not enough people to do all the do all the jobs, so they're going to bring in more people. It's like, okay, but where are they going to live? Where where are they where are they gonna go? <laughs> what, do you, what do you do when the workers you need are the people to build the houses? Yeah, like uh, tent cities. Like if they're it's the same the exact same thing they're doing in Canada. Here we're like, you know what will fix the housing crisis? Crisis, mass immigration. Yeah, <laughs> wait, wait, you got that uh, in reverse. So, gonna... Are you gonna bring them in to build their own houses? Then, <laughs> they're gonna build what? two houses each, I guess. Well, well, very they're... very productive have, people. Have you have you seen what they're living in? Like what what they consider like. <laughs> The, no, they 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 come off the boat with like a, a uh, that piece of tin, right? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, some some uh, two by fours, some canvas. Um, Milo Milo Yiannopoulos, uh was on Timcast, and uh, and lit that. <laughs> he just seemed out of place, <laughs> gloriously out of place. <laughs> I, know, I loved um, it. Sorry, let me jump in because I had just yeah, yeah. watched uh, before that. I had watched an interview with Adam Krigler. I don't know if if uh, anybody remembers. Yeah, you you reminded before, me of him I... before Tim Cast IRL. There was a guy named Adam Krigler, and it's, it's such a great story because um, Tim had originally brought him on because he was like your standard lib tard, basically. Cool guy, didn't really pay attention to politics, ex-model, skateboarder, didn't really know shit and, you know, thought that uh, Obama was great. So Tim brought him on as his, as his leftist foil. And after about two months of finding out what the fuck is actually going on, he just went full on MAGA. <laughs> like full on, he's like, fuck you. And they would just argue. It was the best, it was the most entertaining like internet television there was. There's been nothing as good since then. And they were getting like 90,000 uh, live viewers a, sh a show because it was so fun to watch Adam's transformation to like a, a full-on mega dude. And the, so Tim got rid of him because obviously Tim wants to like appear objective and his, his approach, and he and Milo discussed this in the after show, Tim's whole thing is like appear objective and, and be that middle, be that someone where, where people who are maybe middle, left, you know, uh, right curious can right. tune in. And uh, you can be that avenue into uh, new ideas. And so um, after Krigler was, was kicked off, he was, gave this interview and he was saying that, um, you know, he got a little bit personal, but he was saying like Tim likes to be the smartest person in the room and that's the most important thing to him other than right. appearing objective. And so <laughs> it was fun to, having just heard that and then watching Milo just like bulldoze. <laughs> <laughs> Tim's one of my favorite beast it's like don't don't even do milo one of my favorite parts i don't know i can't remember if it was during the main show or the after show was when um uh ian brought up fractals right and and, and, and milo was just like you do a lot of acid don't you <laughs> yeah, i think you might have uh, wrecked your brain 
think everybody right and just and just beautifully just, just dead like pan. completely deflated dead him. And, and, and he was like well you should you know i think he defaulted don't, don't like, knock until you try it don't, don't don't knock until you try he's like no i don't have to murder people to know it's brad i don't i'm not doing that no thank you uh, <laughs> which a little deep cuts because we we've talked about fractals uh yeah, uh, I, I think it's different than Ian because well, I, I no, can't yeah, Ian was like personally. retard fractals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't stand Ian. I just, I, I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm sure he's lovely. I, you know, listen, whatever. about one time out of twenty, I'm that. I, I actually go, oh, because oh. he's looking at it from like off across the bridge in a different county, and it, sometimes it's linked. And he does have a unique perspective, so I don't discount him completely. But usually, I just lost you, man. You're muted. I'll read comments while Jason is muted. So uh, Josh Ham says, I watched that interview with Adam too. It was good info. Yeah, it's worth checking out. I don't remember the name of the channel. American something, I think. Uh, something America or something. Uh, Interesting. Uh, yeah, he says Milo is a great speaker and lately has been going to the right direction. I don't know if he really changed direction. He just got more, more, more based. Um, still a provocateur that knows how to push buttons. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how he, uh, <laughs> come on, Jay. Um, you know, he, he, goes, it's, he reminds me of some people that I know, but you know, they'll, they'll be on a topic. He'll just go straight to, yeah, women shouldn't vote. It's not good for anybody. And he's, you know, hard to argue with him because he is a brilliant polemicist. Um, you know, he says, was it in Sutherland's documentary that she calls out Milo? Oh, I never watched that. So apparently uh, Lauren Southern, is it Southern? Southern um, did, her, did her like a two-hour thing. Jay, who are you talking to? Uh, can you can you guys can someone comment if you can hear Jason because I can't. We can't hear. Yeah, no one can hear you, Jay. We had to we had technical difficulties with this before and had to restart the stream because it was not a problem on either of our ends. It was just Streamlabs or whatever the fuck we use, Streamyard. So I could be solo here for a bit, guys. Talk to me. Magoo, the Adam interview was on the one American podcast. Yes, that is the one. And uh, it was quick, but worth, worth watching. But he, apparently he's going to actually, I think he was, I think he realized halfway through the interview, he's like, fuck, I'm giving you the clicks. <laughs> I'm going to air the dirty laundry. I'm going to do it on my channel. Because the thing had like 300,000 views and the channel normally got like 20. Did the small one actually? I think so. I think something's unplugged. I don't know. Cheers, everybody. It's Friday night. Grab yourself a grab yourself a libation. We might have to call it and jump back on. Hang on. Uh, private chat me, Jay. Let me know what's up. Oh shit, he's gone. Let me see. Nothing in the private chat, and I have nothing prepared. All right, I'm going to so wait, 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 wait. Can hear you. Ah, you, you, I was, you two more seconds. I was going to close the browser. Sorry, folks. I don't know what's going on. There's a thing called a private chat, and you can say, "Hey, I'll be back." Just, yeah, just for my, just so I don't have a heart attack. All right. I've got a two-year-old. No, I can't carry the shit alone. Do man. all this stuff, man. Come on, give me a second. Um, but, 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 y'all apparently orthodox going through. <laughs> I, I'm orthodox. Uh, Mark yeah, is Jay, I'm, I'm, I'm as unorthodox as they come, but just to, to my general, uh, ignorance of the topic, I'm a Protestant, raised Protestant, evangelical Protestant, uh, uh, fundamentalist. So there's a mouthful for you. We got clips. Well, what do you what do you think about Elon Musk buying Twitter and everything that's happened so far? Well, a sensible person would probably say they're cautiously optimistic. Um, the thing I've been following most closely is uh, his. So, I, the, the, um, somebody uh, 
sent me a telegram channel that just kind of catalogs all of his activity on Twitter. And I don't so much look at what he tweets because that's obviously, you know, through the lens of, you know, public management, whatever. What's more telling and where I think everybody kind of gives themselves away is in those casual likes that happen at two in the afternoon or two in the morning, you know? And the way he brutally um, handled Kathy Griffin. What I look for when, I, um, when I'm trying to kind of work out what, what, what's really going on, I try to think, what's making this guy smile? You know, what is bringing this guy uh, happiness, satisfaction, joy? Um, because that I find to be a, a, a reliable indicator of future behavior. So I'm looking at some of the stuff that Musk likes, and I'm getting a bit more optimistic. And then, you know, when, when he said um, she, was she, wasn't, uh, she was impersonated for, uh, she, she was banned for impersonating a comedian, that's funny. <laughs> than anything that Kathy Griffin has ever said. It's true. That's funnier than he her whole career. Yeah. And this true. tells me that he takes great personal satisfaction in seeing justice served to those who have been living high on the hog for far too long, abusing and um, uh, insulting uh, the rest of us while not allowing us to respond in kind. And that tells me that he is powerfully motivated to see justice done publicly. So do you and, think and, that and Kathy so, Griffin was a good move or a bad move? The, it's, the phenomenal. it's phenomenal because it, 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 it was, I mean, Elon is the king of vaporware and, um, and, and that's very frustrating. But at the same time, he, he has this sense of theater and spectacle. And it was, it, was, it, it, was, it was classically intelligent, Elon, because it was just the right demonstration that he meant what he was saying. He put his money where his mouth was. He put one of the most famous comedians in America in the sin bin and then, <laughs> and then insulted her. Amazing. Um, and forced her to tweet from her dead mother's Twitter account, which the, she then tried to play off as like knowingly ghoulish, but she just looked weird. Yeah. I mean. Okay. <laughs> um, first off, I, I, I like the idea. It's a good, I never think to go in and, and look at people's likes on Twitter instead of just their tweets that's a way way better way, way truer um idea but uh, i think that milo's um uh what's the word for like good thoughts his um kind of opposition but it's not his positivity is misguided because i don't think it's up to elon like this it's not elon it's barren capital okay that's what's about what they want jay you're fucking muted again god damn it um Joshua says, Milo's appearance here makes me want to find out how I can assist him in his mission. Me too. Because he kept on saying what he's doing now, but then never he never gave a plug. So I don't know what, the, what he's up to. Um, this guy was able to move from requiring the limelight to assisting Brim the backstage. I don't know what that means. What is Brim the backstage? Is that a person? Assisting him to Brim. I don't know. I'm not sure. What is Brim the backstage? I don't know what that means. I don't know. Um, can we hear you now? Yes, you're back. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> just start and stop again. I don't, I don't what's know what's going on. It, it's, it's not just for everyone. I had a it's Windows. not Jason. It's fucking StreamYard. Yeah, I was, it's either StreamYard or Windows because I had a Windows update. And it's, it's fucked up everything. So mm. um, so I might have to go through and re rejigger from the back. Okay, thank my you. Computer. Um, yeah, one thing that, that he said during the Timcast thing was that uh, he is working more. He's doing more ghostwriting and working more from behind the scenes. Is that like he have a Substack? Like he must be publishing somewhere. The guy's a brilliant writer. He should be. I don't think he is. Because he kept uh, saying what I'm doing, what I'm doing. He's like, I'm doing my way and you're doing it your way. And we're kind of approaching it from opposite sides. Yeah, I don't think he's doing it. What's Milo's thing? I don't know. I, want, I, don't, I, want I, don't Milo back. Doing it. I don't think he's doing it with his name. Well, I think this is this, this is step one. Maybe. Um, I think, you know, his whole thing that, oh, I don't really necessarily want to come back and whatever my bullshit. <laughs> yeah, you don't wear those shades for no reason. Yeah, yeah, you want back. Uh, you just want to do it uh, your way. Uh, well, I think you he want wants, you want people wants, to ask you back, you know. And he also wants uh, kind of version two point Like he's he's going scorched earth this time. It's like okay, yeah. you're gonna fucking burn me. Like okay, I'm. He he wants to he wants to top Yarvin. What did you think about his uh, the gay conversion stuff? Uh, they talked about. I think both. I think I was too drunk by then. 
Okay. I remember you um, talking about it, but I didn't get anything. I mean, he said it was basically, it's a big lie, right? Which I believe, because obviously it's not like shock therapy. <laughs> this is, uh, I don't really have an opinion about conversion therapy. I think it's a weird, even like concept because you're not really. Well, he said, he said that where he's, where he's at currently um, is uh, that he's just being celibate. Like he's mm-hmm. not engaging in homosexual sex he's not having homosexual relationships which is kind of where most people uh, who are doing what he's doing kind of get to you know very few of them have a turnaround where they're you know straight uh, or homonormative or whatever you want to call it um so so that's interesting by by itself he seems to be living that so mm-hmm. you know when I, when I first heard about it i was like uh-huh okay <laughs> sure sure you're um you know as thomas said he's a I have no reason to not think he's being sincere. I mean, I've always sort of seen a lot of that as kind of um, it, like an addiction. It's, it's mm-hmm. the, the thrill is in in the it it being uh, you know it's it's that it's bad that makes it exciting, and then it's exciting gets you that dopamine rush, and then you get addicted to that rush, and it becomes a thing. It's the same thing porn does to you or any other. Mm-hmm. Um, thing. So conversion therapy being a form of just like institutionalizing abstinence, then. Mm-hmm. that could be a positive i don't you know yeah i think i think the the fed angle on on milo might come down to that the system needs more milos to work against it needs it needs a milos you know one of the things he's talked about was that you know without milo his initial thing there there wouldn't be cancel culture like milo kind of in some ways created cancel culture um not just by himself there was other, there was a few other people involved um but because of that, you know, because of what he said and how he said and, and the, the traction he was able to get, it enabled the system to kind of do what it wanted to do, uh, uh, you know, what its end goals are. And I think that you're going to see a lot more of these guys come back to Twitter purposely for the, fo- for, for, I think, for, almost for the point to have a foil. Like, you know, you, you have the threat and now you can do stuff about the threat, right? If America, right. if Russia didn't invade Ukraine, well, you can be doing the thing you're doing in Ukraine, right? Like, you need them. Yeah, need, how are you going to need the bad dog? You need how are you going to traffic market. money without a villain? Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> Jonathan says sodomy has been around forever, but it was understood to be outside the natural order. Yeah, exactly. Homosexuality as an identity is new, fake, and gay. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> no, that's it. Because, um, I mean, come on. Everybody knows about the Navy. Like sodomy is uh, 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 something guys have been doing for a while. Don't go to prison. Greece. Identifying with it as as that's who you are is is yeah super fake, super gay. Yeah, that's why and they just, call it, it. I think that's why they got that name. Well, that's why it's so theatrical. Like it's interesting to see uh, Milo tone down the theatrics. Now I don't know if that's just because he was on Timcast. I think and so. trying to mind his ma- mind his matters, or if he's making uh, making an actual effort to change his presentation style, maybe both. Well, it's part um, of two point I think a little bit right. more serious. He was even talking yeah. different. It was a new. He had a new effect. So, yeah, um, yeah. I'm, he's he's in, he's, he, he's going to be interesting to watch if this is a return to Milo. If this is the the beginning stages of of the, of the return of Milo. Um, it will be now interesting to see. Now he's just got to get over Trump. <laughs> well, it's over move on 2.0 yeah. like listen and 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 all more power to trump for what he did like what he did was 100 necessary 100 useful effective i mean he 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 um reformed the gop he brought in the tea party he brought in, like because of trump a bunch of people almost everyone i know because we we got put in that like you were saying earlier, we got put in that position of saying like, wait, that's that's a lie, that's bullshit, that's bullshit. So you inadvertently ended up defending the guy, and then it, it's I don't know if it piques your interest or what what the situation was, but it made you kind of look into things and go, okay, what's really? I never really thought about this shit before. I'm gonna why 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 are they going after this guy? And uh, you know, I don't hate him, but I think I think he had his place, he had his role. Not perfect. I think he fucked up a lot of ways, mm. um, and I think it's time for new blood. Yeah, and I think it's a good place to end it. Uh, thank you, folks, for commenting in the comments. Thanks, Joshua. Thanks, uh, Tommy, and everyone else. Yale, uh, anyone else? I guess I'm missing anyone. Uh, oh, remember to like, subscribe, share, 
talk about us. Tell people, hey, those guys at Two Bit Podcast, they 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 do good stuff. Tell them we're yeah. great. His, his mic might fuck up. Yeah, yeah. The technical difficulties but are part my of daughter, the, my part daughter's of the really program. cute. Look, look at the look at the put <laughs> look at the Doesn't get you off the hook. I'm sorry. Just, just blame her. It's like she keeps pushing that fucking button. Man. It's it might actually be her. <laughs> like she, so. she does she does pull on things. Um yeah, uh, yeah, that's where we're at. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, so the live shows, I think, are we moving to Fridays for the I time think, being? I think Friday is our thing for for now. Yeah, because of uh, daylight savings time, and I'm on a I'm now 13 hours ahead of you, and uh, whatever. Uh, tomorrow, <laughs> I, I am in I am in my wife's closet, and uh, I love to uh, uh, disrupt her being able to get ready before we go out on a Friday night. It's really good. <laughs> um, what uh what's going on oh tomorrow i'm going to be on caleb uh, caleb brown show uh, i think it's now called astrotomism we're going to be talking about uh we're going to be talking about rene girard um and so wait, that should you? be fun hmm? wait, me you? i don't mean <laughs> wait, sounds on. weird <laughs> well, you brought him up once today so relax um what else what else is going on uh and then maybe maybe we're going to shoot for next week or the week after for a friend or fed on a saturday <laughs> Um, the uh, people that are running, let us know in the comments below who you want to see. Uh, I'll put out Caleb is a very good, is very good people, exactly. Yeah. Uh, we uh did a if you look up on his show, we did a three parter on uh, Suicide of the West by James Burnham. So, I think this conversation will probably lead us into talking to like talking about Satan. I see Satan fall like fall like lightning by Gerard. Um, but we'll see. Um, so that's always interesting. Um, yeah, friend or fed, uh, let us know in the comments below if you want to see Andrew Tate or Kanye West. I think, or Elon Musk. We'll put up a three. We'll, we'll, yeah, put, put up, up a three. few. Um, I'm yeah, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do a Twitter poll. Maybe we'll put who's, Milo. Who's hot right now? Milo. I don't know. I mean, Tulsi, I think, I think Tate's is still a good one. Well, Tulsi, we did. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so half, good. I was half there. So good, we already did it. Yeah, this is why I have a co-host, my friends. Try to keep things together. Um, yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. That's what's he's going on. He's, he's very bad at uh, winding things up, though. Bye, folks. <laughs>